You can support Geek Therapy and gain access to exclusive content by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash geektherapy. Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Here at Geek Therapy, we believe that the best way to understand each other and ourselves is through the media we care about. My name is Josue Cardona, and I'm joined by Lara Taylor. Hey. And Lauren Keller. Hello, governor. This is episode 248. Whoa. We're so close to 250. I didn't realize it until a couple days ago. Like yesterday? Actually, <laughs> the, uh, the reason uh, when I posted the money episode... No, not the money episode. The one before that, the series finale. I accidentally wrote two fifty, <laughs> and when it came up on, on my when I when I it came up in the podcast app, I was like, "Wait a minute, we what? No, that's not right. <laughs> that I don't Oops. think it was. That's when it it hit me. Like, oh, wait a minute, we should plan something. So it was probably a couple of weeks ago that it 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 occurred to me the first time, and then like I remembered today <gasps> or a couple of days ago. What are we gonna do? Should we do something? Don't spoil it. We actually don't have any plans. No, <laughs> no, about no spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> All right. So during this, uh, during the pandemic, lots of people are at home and it's been, it's been uh, fun and interesting to see what people are, are doing with their spare time. And I've seen a lot of people pick up new hobbies. I'm curious, have either of you picked up a new hobby during, during this time? If you count doing the laundry. <laughs> no, pass. Lauren, um, you? Cleaning? No, stop it. Because no. my place Lauren? has been destroyed. If, if you're going with like new hobbies, it's designing things in Animal Crossing. That gotcha. that would be the new thing. That's I cool. have That's I cool. have returned to a couple of other hobbies I've dabbled in um i stopped cross stitching for a while and yesterday i picked that up and worked on that for a little bit um i've been doing some you know low-key gardening of my my succulents that have somehow but no my my real succulents that i've had for i don't know over a decade now um (laughs) it was a gift when i first moved out and it came in one tiny pot it's a, a jade plant and um they they do very well in Santa Cruz weather, and so it has grown and grown and grown and grown. So I've made lots of clippings and repotted it a whole bunch of times, and so I was like, maybe I should do that again. Did that the other day. Um, what else? Uh, I've been... Uh, no, I think that's it. I play I play a lot of Animal Crossing. I, gotta I be play honest. a lot of Animal Crossing and Final Fantasy Seven. See, it's the escape yeah. I need. Well, I mean, like we we have hobbies, right? I think probably, and something that I've seen is like some people uh, suddenly have more time than they they were used to, mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe they weren't used to this idea. Like like we're like we play video games a lot, right? Like we we all our geeky hobbies are are part of who we are. And so I'm seeing people who are picking things up that, again, because to fill the time and stuff that mm-hmm. they hadn't done before. Is Has there been anything that you've seen online that has stood out? Um, I mean, I've seen Any lots trends? of things online, but from more uh, personal examples, I, I know my sister has started crocheting uh, mm. a whole bunch more, something okay. she did when she was younger, and she started picking that up again. Um, 
and her and her partner um, have been playing a lot more D&D because they have more time to play D&D. Though, of course, it's all online now, which is, you know, different. Um, But it's nice that they have people to play with. Well, it's, you know, they they had like a a group that met um, either weekly or every other week. And so it's kind of a bummer that they can't be in physical space with each other, mm-hmm. but they still get to see each other and they still get to play, um, yeah. which is really cool. I know, um, I know other people who have done, you know, it's like, oh, I have like a to read stack of books yeah. to be read. It's next to my dresser that's like, you know, 18 books deep. And I've actually I've actually already gotten through like three of them now. And it's like, that's, I'm like, yay. I know that's people, me. Yay. I know um, people have done some more artistic stuff, um, you know, various paintings and sculptings and sketching, all sorts of cool things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think there's there's a difference between like trying new things like like my sister uh the other day told me like oh i, I spent hours editing a video she'd never edited a video before hey that's cool <laughs> yeah it was like a project came up i was like yeah i'm gonna try that you know it's like trying new things is is one thing and like a new yeah i think it i think it takes a little while for you to say oh this is this is a new hobby um the, the the one new thing that i've tried which like i've spent more time doing this in the last couple of weeks than i have uh playing video games or, or doing other stuff is well do you remember when we did the spider sonas episode that uh my spider sona was a giant robot yes right so it was based on my favorite gundam gundam from from the anime mobile suit gundam and there's lots of different gundam tv shows very popular <laughs> and uh it's actually celebrating its 40th anniversary or 41st anniversary the 40th anniversary last year for the anime and since the show started there have been these model kits so instead of action figures they've they've sold like the action figure requires assembly <laughs> right and uh for but they're they're different than like i don't know like like a, a car model kit or a plane model kit but, like these are once you build a robot, it's it's, it's posable. It, it can it can move around. So it's basically like you were building an action figure. And those have been around for 40 years. And it's celebrating its 40th anniversary this year. And I've always wanted to to do it, to participate. And I've never I've 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 like never pulled the trigger. But I got, I've gotten into it now finally because after we did the Lego episode, I really wanted to buy some Lego, but I ended up going with, with <laughs> Gundam models instead. All right. So I have, cool. I've done, uh, I think, normal thing for geeks to do. I've watched an absurd amount of YouTube videos of people, uh, of tutorials, of reviews. I've just watched people building, like time lapses of people building them, building custom stuff. I'm like, like I'm studying the art of Gundam model building, uh, Gunpla, they call it, because it's a, a Gundam plastic models. And I've bought way too many of them. I've also bought like craft supplies, which I've which I've never really bought. Uh, a whole bunch, a whole bunch of stuff. And I've started, I've started building. And it is, it is so, it is so cool to get into something new, right? But it's also like 
I've 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 spent enough money on this now, <laughs> enough time that it's at least gonna last me a couple months. Like I, it'll at least be a new hobby for the for the next couple months. Um, it's I'm I'm super excited about it, and I love I have loved the there's a like obviously there's like an escapism component of it. Like I need a break. I need to. I need, everything can't be COVID all the time, or everything well, can't be you know work all the time. And it's something you can focus on and you do with your hands and like. Well, that's the thing. Get yeah, a, get a yeah. break from not not just a break from an escapism, but like a mindful exercise of like mm-hmm. doing that and focusing on the moment. Exactly, it's a shift of focus, right? Mm-hmm. And because it's so new, it's a learning activity. And the learning part of it makes it so it's it, it is an intense study so that I am able to shift my focus from one thing to another, which is like I don't like to use the word escapism either, but uh, it's definitely a shift of focus. And I am I am so excited. Like I am like I'm a little obsessed right now, you know, in the sense of like I have a. Like have some uh, some time between two meetings. Let me go. Let me go check on. <laughs> let me go watch another review or something like that. Uh, and and one thing that I love about about the hobbies that that you know us nerds and geeks seem to love is the community that builds up around them. And I've I don't know why I've been talking a lot about Jay McGonigal's Reality Is Broken lately, and. If you're unfamiliar with that book, basically it's, her- it's true. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, that it's broken. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was true back then. It is true now. Uh, the her theory uh, behind the book is that there's a lot that we can learn from gamers and gaming culture and game design that, if applied into the real world, would probably be great. She brings up the example of you know like so many billions of hours. Gamers have come together in World of Warcraft. She talks about uh, World of Warcraft a lot in the book. She says, imagine if like 15 million people spent 5 billion hours working on climate change or the energy crisis or now like, you know, the the, the pandemic, like trying to cure COVID or, or addressing it. Like what could we achieve as humans if we all collaborated together on something like that, uh, on anything period is kind of her theory and she says that the reason why we come together in games like before recording we were we were talking about like we had a pretty deep discussion about animal crossing and how the systems work (laughs) and Mm -hmm. like even like how many times you press something in a menu to get to it like like we we have spent collectively just the three of us um i don't know i'm i'm like at 105 hours my count is right now I haven't crossing? I haven't looked and I don't know if I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, assuming I'm assuming I looked, I, I looked yesterday and I was at two twenty five. Yeah, yeah, I figured. <laughs> so um <laughs> So collectively oh, <laughs> what could we have done if the four of if the three of us spent like four hundred hours on something, anything, what could we what could we achieve? Right? So that that's Jane McGonagall's theory. And the like and then the book goes into explain that well it's like game design is really smart <laughs> and it uh, is designed to engage people and reward them and reality isn't like that <laughs> like the stuff like uh Laura you said like cleaning and doing the laundry like th- that's not engaging and it's not rewarding neither is most it work. is rewarding it is rewarding for me okay i'm just saying depends how smelly it is before 
No, 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 no. I love the look of a nice, organized, clean room. And we did like four loads of laundry that were laying on the floor. Okay. So. I'm not going to ask how long those loads were there. I'm not going to ask why they were four. They've been there for a while. I will just preface the fact that my wife's foot, sorry, ankle is broken. So I'm the one having to do a lot of the work. You know, you that's don't need all. to. You don't need to explain yourself. It's okay. You know, you know, four <laughs> loads of laundry, but that's a that's an accomplishment. And like being able to make sure that like things that have been disorganized in other rooms, organized now. It's wonderful, beautiful. I love it. It's rewarding. I hate doing laundry, but at the end, I feel like I got something done. <laughs> okay, good, you did. Good, you good. did get something done. Yeah, yeah. And and that's like XP points for me right there. There you go. Hey. Beep loop, achievement unlocked. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, I think I think that uh, there are so many things that don't don't have those components that aren't rewarding, all of that. But a lot of our hobbies do, which I think is why why we enjoy mm-hmm. them more more than laundry. Even I mean, I hear laundry, laundry is very rewarding, but some of this other stuff is even more rewarding and because it's fun. <laughs> And rewarding. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, one of the things about these Gundam models that has been really interesting is that they come in different sizes and kind of they're not really different difficulty levels, but they might take longer or less. And I found myself um, getting a bunch of the really small, basic, more, more basic ones that are just like have less pieces because like I will complete one and the, the act of completion feels good. Right, so so they make mm-hmm. tiny ones so that I can knock it out in an afternoon versus one that might take me a couple of days, and and I'd have to like set aside. And it feels way better to like sit down and at the end of it, like, yes, I did it. Look, it's complete, it's done. Versus like oh, like that's just a pile of robot parts. <laughs> I need right. to, I uh, need to. I guess I'll come back tomorrow and and do it. It's not as satisfying. But there's such a community, right? Like 40 years of people doing this thing. Um, there's this huge culture of like, oh, I'm new, so I have a whole bunch of questions. And everybody's super excited about, uh, you know, helping that person. And there's different levels. And and like you start doing some things. It's like, oh, you want to make it harder for yourself? Like, you, here's how you raise the difficulty level. Here's the reward factor. Here's the community. Like, all of the beautiful things that come with um, – that are, that are part of community building is something that I'm finding in, in this hobby. So like, remember we did, I think it was the first episode of not this season, the previous season uh, when Brandon was on Brandon. Right. Yeah. We talked about the, the GT community and I talked about it in the context of a book that I had just read that I just read again because I'm, I'm using it in my work, which is, I'm so happy because this is the type of work that I was hoping I would I would do at this new job. And I'm rereading the book and I'm kind of like dissecting it and reinterpreting some of the things for for the office setting. But in the in that episode uh last year I had talked about it in this in the sense of of us, right? Of of geek therapy. And it was it it's been so great to like take on this new hobby and re-experience that again as as a newbie. So when was the last time either of you went through that uh had that that experience of going through like finding a new group of people and finding a new a new thing in the in the community that went with it and and all the joys of uh, going through that experience i'm trying i'm trying to think i mean there's several times i've found a new community yeah that uh i've enjoyed um and you know like i want to talk about this because i feel 
a lot of people feel alone right now. Mm-hmm. And this is one way to do that. This is like the the geekiest possible way, right? To do this is like you find something that you're really into and then you embrace the community that comes with it. Yeah. <laughs> and and it it's an easier way to socialize. It's an easier way to to find new people. And, you know, you may not like all the people. You may have to look for different spaces, you know, typical. But, but just diving into that new thing opens up all these opportunities for, for things that, you know, I hear, especially the extroverts out there, right? Like I hear, I hear them having more trouble with, uh, with, you know, talking online or, or just like meeting new people. And I think that starting a new thing and it doesn't have to be a new thing, right? It can be a community for a hobby that you already had that maybe you didn't reach out to other people. So, you know, any, any of this that, that reminds you of something, uh, Go with it whichever whichever way you want. I mean, obviously the most not the most recent, but the most one the one that comes to my head uh qu- most quickly is uh our community. Yeah, the, I'm like, the most community. recent one is this community. But really? I've had pl- I've had plenty of others like um when I started geocaching with my dad a long time back, like they have their own language. Um, and I yeah. love geocaching. I, I, there are people who are caching right now, um, because it can be such a solitary thing. If people are going on hikes alone, uh, caching, I was like, I asked my dad, I was like, caches are being posted online right now. New ones. Like who is caching right now? And he's like, a lot of people because it's you a can, great way to like you even just like gloves. send a message <laughs> like yeah you can you can send a message the thing might be sitting there for a while and no one's touched it you yeah. can wear gloves and you, i was like yeah i guess you should be wearing gloves and he's like yeah you probably should be wearing gloves even if you're not in a <laughs> pandemic because it's been sitting out there animals mess with it all kinds sure. of things so you know who put that there <laughs> exactly so um that's, That's something that I've thought about. Like if I go on a hike or something, I might go and pick up some caches. But like the community is really cool and willing to help if you're like unable to like figure something out. Um, I mean, if no one, if people don't know what geocaching is, it's like hidden, like you use a GPS to find hidden it's playing caches. treasure map. It's, it's, it's playing a treasure map, but like some of the caches are more are physical. Some of them, and there you can write your name on a log in there. Some are bigger, and you can trade items in there. Um, some are more puzzles and like trying to figure out um, like these complex puzzles online, and then find the coordinates that way. Um, yeah. But they like they, their whole community. Like they call people who don't cash muggles, and you have to hide. You have to hide the fact that you're caching from the muggles because they might not understand, and they might think like you're hiding something illegal or or whatever. Um, and it's a it's a lot of fun. Um, that's I, that's so funny. It, it came up today in my in my job where we were like trying to refer <laughs> to people uh, who weren't a part of a community, mm-hmm. like like. You don't usually come up with a name for the people who aren't your people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there's an example of yes, you do. Yeah, yeah cashers call things muggles, and there's a lot of shorthand <laughs> in their in their logbooks. Like, uh, uh, if I could think of the letters, but you say thanks for the cash by saying TFTC and like signing off for that, and like, yeah. 
there's all kinds of cool stuff. Um, and in a in a normal situation, you'd have like events where you could get together and talk about like what was the coolest hide that you found, and like I don't know what's your what's your favorite one that you've hidden, and different techniques for looking and ways yeah. that you systematic. It's really cool. Um, <laughs> cashers are are cool people. Um, and and it's fun and um you can do it solo or not in a pandemic with other people and it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, you're kind of blowing my mind right now because it does feel like a great social activity that you mostly do alone like like the, yeah. the actual the the most active component of it is actually you actually get to go outside and feel the sun <laughs> mm-hmm. and and do something but like you're not around people like like you, just, are, yeah. you don't want to be around people unless yeah, it's your yeah. people. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is kind of cool. I may have to, I may have to <laughs> investigate further. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't want to be a muggle anymore. Yeah, yeah. Let you get, don't want to mm, be a muggle. I like this. I like this. I found at least three geocaches by accident. Really? <laughs> geocaches <laughs> or letterbox? Does that make me... Uh, no geocaches. Okay. Uh, does that make me a muggle or is there some sort of in between? Maybe you're, maybe you're a squib. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there'd be a name for whatever it is. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's, that's the name for it, but, uh, I mean, maybe you are a muggle, but now you're like a muggle who knows about the wizarding world. I don't know. I'm a muggle <laughs> who went into an old antique store and found a pair of sweet spectacles that let me find secrets. Yep. Yep. <laughs> there we go. Fan fiction done. Nailed it. Geocaching fan fiction. Didn't oh, know that yeah. was a thing. That's now my new hobby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's something that you can do on your own or say you have kids and or a partner or a roommate and like you're quarantining with them. You can do those things in a small group. Yeah, together. You know, I I remember. uh, (laughs) I mean, I'm Jewish, but I remember on like you know rainy days or whatever, I would convince my grandparents to hide you know plastic eggs around the house because hide you know hiding hide and seek and treasure hunting is fun, and so it's like there's definitely ways that you can um, sort of shape it to fit your own your own needs. You know, keeping it within the house, or you know, if you have a backyard. Mm Or your neighborhood. Jane um, McGonagall is running on online scavenger hunt uh, yeah. for quarantine. That's been pretty cool. That's such a Jane McGonagall thing to do. It sure it, is. It sure <laughs> is. She even <laughs> added it as a thing on the Super Better app. Yeah. 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 The first time I ever heard of her was a an alternative reality game for Halo 2, where it had like a website that had, um, this is I Love Bees, if you've ever heard of that, and it had hidden codes, and the codes were actually coordinates, and the people, like geocaching people, were going to these coordinates, Mm -hmm. and each coordinate had a phone, and there were phone calls coming in at particular times that were also hidden in the website, and each one had a code, and you would put that code back in the website, which would generate other codes, and then uh, it would bring up these uh, audio uh, snippets that would come together to tell this whole story, like this whole backstory about these people living on Earth when when the... Oh, what are the aliens in Halo called? The... I don't know. Shit, I forgot. The aliens uh, come. <laughs> when the aliens I, came. I, I'm, a, I'm, 
I'm a Sony person. It's Master Chief and... There's the Flood, but not the Flood. The other ones. The... the... Actually, not the four other ones. The other ones are the Forerunners, not the, the other ones. <laughs> the, ar- the Arbiter is a... Friend. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> oh, this is getting furious. Uh, you, you just like killed like half our our community right Sorry, now. Sorry, Xbox oh. people. Oh, man, oh, I'm so I'm so I'm so mad. Damn it. But I, anyway, I remember I loved I love bees, and I hated like not being able to like there were no caches uh, close to me ever. So there was mm-hmm. never an opportunity for me to go to one of those phones and and be a more active participant, uh, which kind of sucks. But so so you both mentioned like I don't know this community right like the geek therapy community. Mm-hmm. What was it like? Like I'm trying to make the case for seeking out. Like I th- I think it's hard to just be like hey I'm gonna meet new people right. It's like oh if there's a community and you can identify that you have something in common. Then it's like easier to like go in through that. So like, can can you talk about the what that process was like, if you remember, like of of finding and engaging and um, like joining this community as a new community? I was way I was with you when you started building it. It's true. It's true. So it's a little different for oh, me because we were the ones that, I mean, it was you and me on the Slack. It was you and me on the Discord. That's like, true. That's true. And then people started coming. And so it was more of a being a welcoming committee. And Lauren was there too for yeah. the Discord piece. And Yeah. Like for like for you, it was the, the Comic-Con presentation, right? Right, and then, right. And then reaching out and us like and me yeah and i was looking for i was looking for podcasts that had to do with video games and psychology and i came across yeah. headshots and then psych tech and uh that's that's how i got in here i'm trying i was trying to think of another example and i think the last like the other most recent is um i got real into the game of thrones subreddit during mm-hmm. the first couple of seasons um, and so it's like something where it's like, you know, when, when the seasons were airing, it's like, I was checking it, you know, daily, I was posting, which is, you know, I'm not, I'm not a heavy poster. So it was like, that was impressive that I was regularly interacting with, with people on this subreddit. Um, but it, it's definitely, it's one of those things where for me at least is like, I go, you know, trying to find information usually, and then from there, it's like I read something and it's, it gives me like a new insight or it makes me, uh, you know, reframe my thinking about something or it makes me go like, damn, that's like the dopest shit I've ever heard of. Um, and it's like that is the, the way in where I start being like, whoa, OK, I need to like read more of like related thoughts to this thought. Yeah. How do I find more? And um that's that's usually how I do it. I guess it's hard for like I don't have really good examples for like more physical based hobbies since most of my that's hobbies fine. are it's just video games. <laughs> I I mean for me there's also like finding a queer comics community in the Bay Area and part of that was Nina starting the Queer Comics Expo and the people that I know 
through her and they've become my friends and it's really cool to talk to them about comics and they're my friends and I hang out with them at comic cons and I'm really sad that I don't get to um, hang out with them this year um, in person but a lot of things are moving online and there's events that are going to happen online and so I'm trying to connect with people that way and and support my friends that are making cool queer comics right now Hmm. um so so like the queer comics thing like through nina she was creating an event to bring people together right there was mm -hmm. a it was a very active thing did you participate at all in the in the either development or of it or like did she make you work a little bit i did (laughs) i did work i was a volunteer i she has named me uh the what is it chief executive volunteer so i'm the cev (laughs) um i have a name tag and everything from last year um but i i enjoy it and i enjoy helping because i think it's an important thing to get queer comics the exposure that they deserve and the the people that are making things these are brilliant artists and brilliant creators and that's like mostly bay area people but like all over um and it's expanded from just queer comics expo to like comic con and um hanging out with the people from geeks out and flame con and um queers and comics and like it's just like this cool family. And this is one convention, like QCE is very small. The past few years we've had like a wrap up instead of like just everyone going their separate ways. We go to a restaurant after and all hang out and like talk and have stories. And it is, a, it, it really is a community. The Geek Therapy Network and all of our projects are made possible by the supportive listeners like you. You can become a patron for as little as $1 a month and gain access to exclusive content, behind-the-scenes stories, swag, and more. Sign up at any tier and we'll send you a welcome kit in the mail anywhere in the world to celebrate your first month. Thank you so, so much for supporting us. We couldn't do it without you. You can learn more at patreon.com slash geektherapy. Uh, I said I've, I've revisited the book that I read. I don't know if I mentioned this, right? But when we did that first episode on community, I had just read a book called The Art of Community. Mm-hmm. And I kind of framed geek therapy through it. And I just reread the book for work. And I'm, I'm oh, yeah, I, I went through all this. My point being that everything that you're both talking about are things that uh, that are so important to that feeling of like, oh, like I'm, I'm not alone. I'm with other people. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and a big part of that is, using Reddit as an example, like Reddit, it's like, okay, like, okay, like maybe not everybody considers themselves a Redditor, but like you read, right? And then at some point, like you register and then like you find a subreddit that you really like. Mm-hmm. And then at first you're just lurking and then you're like, mm, I'm going to, I'm going to comment. And then you're like, uh, I'm going to post. And then uh, they have flair, which is awesome, right? In something like Game of Thrones, you could pick your house, right? I'm guessing mm-hmm. there's flair on, on the Game of Thrones uh, Reddit. And then, you can you can post things, but the reasons why you do those things is because you have some kind of um, the, the book calls it mutual concern, but like you care about these people, right? So even if you just care for them to be better informed, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's still a, a there's still like this interest in like I'm yeah, gonna participate so that people benefit. Every I want everybody to benefit. Yeah, it's like you're you, you are still forming social bonds like you would in you know face to face situations but um you know they might be a little bit 
weaker ties, but they are still social bonds. And, um, you know, the more that you feed them, the stronger they are. So, you know, the more that you're spending your time and attention investing in, you know, that space, the more you become a part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in the case of the of QCE, there are these rituals, right? It's like, okay, well, like at the end, it's not just like the job is done. Like, oh, we're going to go have a dinner, right? Like there's an activity that goes with it. Right. On Geek Therapy, I know that there are activities in my life that the moment that they happen, I go into the Discord to check, like to, to talk to people about it, to share something, to see what other people have written. I love it when it's like, when people are like, oh, I just came here to post this, right? And the reason you're coming to post isn't necessarily because you want to say you were the first one or, or anything like that. It's like, oh, like I want my people to know about this too. I want to share this with them. Mm-hmm. And I think I think it would benefit them if they knew about this article. And it, it that's what it's about, right? It's like you get you like for me it's starting right now again with uh with these Gundam models, which has opened uh, a door to a whole bunch of discussions. Like again, geek therapy, it's all about using the things we care about to connect with people, to understand each other. And so now I'm talking to people about the different anime shows and all the different timelines and the different figures and all the things. And within that, we're learning about each other. We are touching other things. I love that the, the discord that I joined is similar to ours. And it's like, Oh, we're all here because like we're all there because we love Gundam models, but you know, we also have a channel for the Gundam anime and we have a channel for non Gundam anime and and shows and just for movies and for video games like you open it up because now it's like oh these are my people what if i talk to them about other stuff too <laughs> and it it is it is i'm loving the experience of going through this and not having to organize it myself <laughs> like opening the channels and just seeing where it is um i already offered up like i already requested a new channel today and i've only been there like three days i i, I really you're like gonna this you're gonna turn it you're gonna turn it into <laughs> our discord our discord <laughs> no, no, all no. the channels <laughs> no no well but it's like it's a, no 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 i, I hope not <laughs> but it is it's taken just a few days for me to already be like want to participate. Like my suggestion, I suggested a new channel that I thought other people would appreciate too. And, and I think, and, and I got a a really interesting response to it. Like I was, I was in this group and I got this feeling of, um, I felt that there was a lot of gatekeeping uh, regarding like, super skilled people like like if you only do these model kits like out of the box you just put them together and that's it and you don't actually like paint them and modify them and do all this crazy stuff to it like you're a noob and you're you suck like that's the that's the feeling that i was getting at first and then i realized oh no like there's a whole bunch of people who just love like the the basics of it and building it uh, of uh, and building it and and not like they don't have an airbrush room <laughs> and, and uh you know a modification corner or anything like that so it was it was a really interesting conversation and and again I thought it would help other people and it turned out that you know other people appreciated the idea or at least felt uh like me and and this is just like this is a super specific example, but I'm glad like I think, you know, like the the Reddit example is really good. Reddit is great for that. Like it's a great way to 
it's a it, that's why reddit is so popular right because the the way that the subreddits work if you were if you continue to be active there eventually someone would probably reach out to you and ask you if you wanted to be a mod uh i reached out to lara and i said hey you have a blog you write do you want to write with us like do you want to be mm-hmm. a part of this do you want to do more stuff same with you lauren you were like you you went from listening to reaching out and engaging with us. You started demanding <laughs> that we do certain oh. things, <laughs> and then and then I <laughs> that, I mean that's strong language. It is strong language. Um, it's not wrong language, <laughs> but it's strong language. <laughs> and then oh. and then we reached out and we're like, like, be a part of it, right? Like and and then I think those are the things that you'll find in communities those structures are in place to like it's not a job like none of us are getting paid right it's it's the same ideas from jay mcgonagall's book which is like 12 years old now which kind of blows my mind and yeah like we we care about this stuff and and that at its core it, like we want more people to care about it and then we start caring about the people that care about it and we identify and we we call ourselves things or we call other people things. Right. And it's, it's so good. I, I just, if you're feeling alone, I think this is a great option for you. <laughs> like find any hobby, find a, find a, a thing that you really like and then look for the people that really like that. I've been, I've been trying to encourage people who are, who identify as nerds and geeks to reach out to other people who don't know how to do this thing that we're talking about. Like even, like there are book clubs, for example, right? It's like, oh, like people, some people who really love books, like join a book club so they can talk to other people who love book clubs. Like there are a lot of people who don't do that. And, but now they might benefit from something like that more than usual. Mm-hmm. Disagree with anything I'm saying? No. 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 Okay. No, I, um, I, I totally agree. You know, find, find community where you can, um, especially if it's, you know, doing an activity that is meaningful to you uh that's the perfect way to meet up with people who also find it meaningful and perhaps share other uh life values with you and can be a really great way to find people who are going to be really really important in your life or you know maybe they just sort of pop in and out of your life like a shooting star but it's uh it's really impactful on the way you see things and engage with the media you love and yeah, just, you know, yeah. be open to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like all the things we're talking about, you don't have to do them. <laughs> you don't have to do every step. You don't have to be super engaged. But I mean, you know, if there's there's a lot of stuff that, that we're, we're not doing now that we used to do, <laughs> uh, a lot of people are. And uh, so, yeah, those can fill in some gaps. Well said, Lauren. Thank all you. Right, so... That's that's kind of what I what I want to cover. I feel feel good about this one. I hope I hope people go out and find new hobbies and find new communities. I do wanna I do wanna put um, a side note here. No, is we're wrapping that, up. We're wrapping. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I, got, <laughs> I, got, I got I got a side note. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Damn it. Um, I know I know. You know, earlier I gave a couple of examples of like older hobbies that I was like returning to, but like. There are days where I'm not doing anything and it's, it's, you know, my brain is foggy and it is hard to like even, 
conceptualize the idea of investing emotions and hobbies because I'm like, what are emotions? I've got none of those left except for all this sadness. Um, <laughs> that that was a that was a joke. It was funny. Um, uh, so if you are not feeling it, like, don't use that as a reason to like shame yourself or put yourself down. You're allowed to like not be in that space right now, even if lots of other people are. Like, that is okay. Um, and I also want to say, we've talked about a lot of hobbies that, you know, require resources and, and sometimes they're prohibitively expensive for some people. Um, I know is expensive. Don't, I don't suggest it if you, yeah, don't, don't get into expensive hobbies if you can avoid it. I know I have, um, uh, I have a bunch of art supplies, particularly a bunch of watercolors and I, I've been kind of feeling like I want to do that, but it's in storage at, um, a friend's house and you know normally i just go over and get it but one of the people who lives there is like high risk because of um lung problems and so it's like i don't want to risk them at all so it's like i have some of those supplies but i can't use them right now so i'm trying not to like you know get down on myself or like oh lauren why aren't you you know painting beautiful watercolors of fat sleeping cats to bring people joy and yourself joy and it's just like it's you know sometimes that's not gonna work out and i want people to know that that is okay too even though obviously preferences you know to have a community and something that you care about (laughs) i just i just wanted to make sure that it was you know i guess i'm saying it for myself too so i make (laughs) sure it's it's okay to not be like maximizing your quote unquote free time for new hobby gathering. So so on the on the money thing, I mean that's why I really like the example of Reddit and the and the Game of Thrones, right? That's like assuming you you were able to watch it or anything, mm-hmm. right, that you're mm-hmm. generally interested in. Um there's the, there's no cost of entry, right? There isn't there's no cost for the fan club. There's all these things. And like there are things you can be in, uh, you can appreciate. Like I, I said, don't get into Gundam because it's expensive. It's expensive to do a lot of it, <laughs> and it's expensive to do it in a certain way. But some of it is pretty cheap. And to be honest, I've spent way more time just learning about it and watching other people do it than I have actually doing it at this point. Mm-hmm. And so, so there are different ways to engage and, and participate. Uh, just like queer comics isn't necessarily just queer comics creators it can be queer comics readers people who only sort of have an idea people who are queer mm-hmm. and just like the fact that queer people are getting together around comic books you know i mean right. it, it, there's you don't have to i don't have to be queer to go to queer comics expo right no you don't yeah <laughs> as long as as long as you're queer friendly you can go yeah i mean there are a lot of people in the geek therapy community on a discord on the Facebook group who like don't even know that this podcast exists. And to me, this podcast is the core of, of, the, of what of we're the doing. Community. Yeah. And there yeah. are people who are, have listened once. There are people who've never listened to it. There are people who don't know it exists. And, and so, uh, yeah, like it, 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 there are different examples of, uh, of ways to engage in community and ways to get involved and, and how much is required of you, right? Like we don't stand there and we're like, 
how many listen have you listened to at least 50 episodes no <laughs> then you can't then you can't come in i'm sorry mm-hmm. right that, that's not no. the way it is the the the, the reasons why uh, communities form are, are different than the level there's like the requirement the, the toll to get in it varies greatly but Definitely. you said something but you said something that's super important to me anyway, because I'm talking about how we're, I'm, I'm, I'm using this at work. And me and my supervisor had this long discussion about this idea of, well, what if you're part of the community, but you want to take a step aside, right? We were talking about. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm really interested that you brought it up. And I'm, 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 I'm super excited that you brought it up because me and my supervisor were discussing back and forth. It was like, she was looking at it more like um, people... Like we need, it needs to be okay for people to, uh, like move. It's like engage more and then engage less, right? Uh, and and I was and I, but I was positioning the same idea as kind of the AFK room, right? At at a, at a convention, right? Take this as an AFK room, uh, the idea or just the AFK concept, right? That like you're in the middle of a game, but you're gonna step a, step away for a moment. And it doesn't mean you're not in the game anymore. It just means that you're you're not participating right now. It doesn't mean that you're not in the game. You can do that within a community. It doesn't mean that you aren't a part of the community anymore. And I don't know if this was exactly what you were getting at, but I think I think that it is really important because like you don't owe anybody anything. You're not obligated once you're inside. It's kind of this idea, right? The idea is that everybody benefits from it. And sometimes you need to take breaks. There, there are some. It's, it's funny mm-hmm. on the Discord in particular, which is, you know, our most active space. It's so funny when like you can feel when some people just aren't checking in, mm-hmm. and then then they come back. It's like, hey, you're back. Like, uh, like I hope you're okay. Like, <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. right? Like, how you been? Sometimes I reach out to people who haven't uh, who haven't checked in in a while, and I'm like. We had one person who used to be super active a few years ago, and I've reached out a couple of times. And I never heard back from them, and I, I I'm still concerned <laughs> um, because like you 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 feel it right, but it's okay. But you can go right. There's no penalty. The fact mm-hmm. that I'm reaching out to people isn't to scold them. It's to, to it's to, to be like, are you okay? Yeah, like, like again, are, did you do this by choice? <laughs> I'm I'm concerned, so I'm I just. I just want to know that you're okay. And if you are, then that's fine. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to, also, if you don't want to answer, that's fine too. Like you're not obligated to. Um, so we've, we've, so my supervisor and I have been debating how to present this, this idea to other people. And the one thing that we got hung up on was this idea. We both agree on that you need to feel that it's okay or need to understand that it's okay. And if then the people who are creating the space need to ideally make it so that it is okay for you to step aside and take a break. And also uh, ideally show it themselves. Oh, like to because step nothing, away? Yeah. Like I don't know how to do better. that. How do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that's the thing, right? Just so many people, you know, you inform your behaviors by the, the people around you, the people you perceive as higher up than you. So it's like, it's one thing if your boss is like, I think everybody should take like five week long vacations a year, but then they never take a vacation a year. It's like the people who work under them are going to be like, I feel like this is a trap. Is this a trap? Well, so it's I'm, like, I'm, you got to, you got to do it for yourself too. I'm joking because I don't, uh, I, I am joking about this because I, I like, I've talked that I, I rarely ever go into the Facebook group. Um, which has tons of members. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like it's a lot for me. 
So, but I but I do check in every now and then. The Discord I check in a couple times a day. Uh, and there are times that I there are times there are days that I don't. Um, but then I miss stuff like when people's bells are, are at a high price. Right, I miss it. <laughs> but I don't. I don't. Uh, f- I'm I'm not mad that I didn't go because I felt like. I didn't. I felt like I couldn't not go, but you know, like I felt bad because I wanted to go and I didn't get a chance. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's a that's a. I mean, work is different than something like this. Like if your if your community feels like a job, I don't, I, I argue that it's not exactly like there's there's a different discussion to have there, and your job I, yeah, doesn't there, work the same there's, way. There's gray areas in there. I just you know the point is being like okay with the fact that you're a human being and you're not always going to be exactly consistent and the same and able to do the same amount of things and able to invest the same amount of emotional uh, well-being into something and and you know just like we're, we're in a pandemic like be okay with you know whatever you're doing so, you're we're, we're just trying to be okay so so in something again like a community is completely different than work school things like that there are consequences to that and there's a whole other discussion about whether there should be or shouldn't be right now but within communities and, and spaces like this I'm curious you're going to help me with my work right now. Um, <laughs> if if I'm giving you like the way the way we visualize this and the way it's um, we've adapted this from the art of community book, which is like there are rings of engagement, kind of right. Where like you talked about like that you you were kind of lurking, you know, in in Game of Thrones as like an outer ring, and as you keep going into the inner ring, you're like oh no, like you were you were posting new posts, right? It's like it's a, you were contributing to the to the community. There's different levels of engagement, so if you can't answer the question it's fine but would you but when you step aside do you see it more as leaving all of the circles altogether or like finding a or there's like a second circle inside all of the big circles it's just for taking a break does that Hmm. make sense i think that would probably depend on the the individual person and the individual context of why they're stepping away. Like you, I they pick a pick a pick for one. me. For me, I stopped participating in uh, the Game of Thrones subreddit because we had a, a two year break, um, and just people got a little uh, a little wild in their um, theory crafting, and then. <laughs> Uh, and then a lot of people, you know, who were waiting for the show to come back just sort of bailed and it left a different, uh, a different mix of people who well, so, so were still of, hanging out. So, so it's like the, the demographics of the whole thing shifted because it was tied to this piece of media coming out, you know, right. so, uh, so, on HBO. So, so it's you like, left because, or, or you left because like it wasn't the same. Like I left because it wasn't, it wasn't the same. I left because it started to get really repetitive. And I left because a lot of the um, major posters became the um, less pleasant people to interact with in the subreddit because the people who were more invested in the show itself and less in... I guess the concept of the show. Um, so do they you left because th- they were it was like I, I don't have anything to post. There aren't new episodes yet. So so did just, you leave or did you take a break? I. <laughs> it sounds like you left. I guess. I guess. Um. I, I guess technically I took a break because when the show started up again, mm-hmm. I I went back and I was reading it again. But I didn't. 
I, I wasn't posting comments anymore. I was just reading other people's posts. Okay. Okay. Um, so it's, I don't know. It's kind of both. I like stepped aside slash out, but then I dipped my little toesies back in. Okay. Just to okay. see how it's going. So then that would put you back on like the lurky and maybe a little yeah. closer inside ring. Yeah. Yeah. So what about in a situation like a pandemic? where you're just like overwhelmed about the world and what's happening in the community itself isn't what's affecting your decision to take a break. If the plan is to go back eventually Mm -hmm. or like dip your toes back in, even to check it out and then come back out, like that would be more of a, a separate ring. That's just taking a break. But if you're like, screw this, I'm done and you don't come back then then that would be leaving the whole yeah. thing entirely yeah, if, i guess if you're imagining it as like a series of uh concentric rings uh, i would imagine the stepping away aspect as being like one ray that comes out from the middle all the way to the outside because like you know, for example, maybe you have somebody who's uh, like super, super invested, um, is checking, you know, the form every day, is a, a mod, you know, all of this stuff. And then it's like, oh, they got in, um, you know, an accident and broke their leg or, you know, they're they just had a child and they're, you know, staying off the Internet for the next four months or whatever. Um that wouldn't like they're not completely gone if they end up coming back. They're not necessarily in the same circle, but they're still within the entirety of the community. Does that make sense? Yeah, there's a lot of visualization. I don't know if that. Mm-hmm. I'm hey, that makes sense. Well, I'm I'm glad they, that's actually what I did. I created a ray from the center. Ah, created like look, a- <laughs> look at us! Yay! Um, I because well, that doesn't even mean that if you're like if you're in the center and you're taking a break, it can be from any that, of the it, it ones. Doesn't, that's why it's it doesn't it doesn't mean yeah. to the and it doesn't even mean you have to leave completely. You can get back to the lurky stage or whatever. Well, the, the ray idea the is like it traverses all the rings, right? Yeah. So then, like you can step in and out of it. So so uh, yeah, again, it's like, like Josue, like, if you went on a vacation, it's not like oh you're less invested in Geek Therapy Network now, right? So. There's got to be a separate space that's yeah yeah again the for, AF, for the AF, how much attention uh, and like energy you're able to put into a thing at a given time yeah yeah but well again it's like I'm still committed even if I go on vacation yeah right? exactly mm-hmm. so uh, again like I, I love the visualization of the AFK room at a convention because if you've ever those of you unfamiliar um, uh, take this this organization has these um, AFK rooms and. I believe, I know of other organizations that do it, and I hope that more organizations do this in, in all types of things. But uh, the first, and then the one that we've talked about the most on the show is to take this uh, AFK room. So basically, at a gaming convention, which can be loud, overwhelming, exhausting, instead of leaving the entire uh, convention center to catch a break, there's a room inside the convention, which is just so you can step aside, take a break, take a breather. There's even people there to support you if you need it. And then, but you haven't, you haven't even left. You definitely haven't left the convention, <laughs> right? You just went into a separate room to take a break. And then once you're failing back up to it, you can come because you don't want to leave the convention center. You, you still want to stay at the convention. You just need to recharge your batteries. So, so yeah, so the array is the way that uh, I visualize it uh, initially. So I'm glad that at least makes sense. Like if, 
you came to that from this concept. I feel good. Yay. <laughs> that was very helpful for me, actually. Thank you. Thank you, thank well, you, thank you, you can use this podcast as evidence for your boss. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no evidence of what? That I'm working at like 9 p.m.? <laughs> well, yes, yeah, but also yeah. that your ideas are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, so your you ideas are good. agreed with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. That was, that was super helpful. Um, both of you. Yeah, yeah. This is a good conversation. All right. Well, I'm glad you took that. that uh, I'm glad you made a side note. I'm, I'm actually I'm always glad you make a side note. I complain, but I'm I'm kidding. Uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Aww. Me too. <laughs> All right, everybody, that's it for this episode of GT Radio. For more Geek Therapy, visit geektherapy.com. Check out all of our community spaces, like the ones we've mentioned, including our Discord, which we love and we visit often. It's so great. Uh, information on how to reach that and us is in the show notes for this episode. Or again, geektherapy.com for more episodes and links to everything that we're up to. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to geek out and do good. And we'll be back next week. Mm, Bye. This episode was brought to you in part by our Patreon supporters. We'd like to say a very special thank you to our supporters at the evangelist level and above, including Mark, Booney, Lydia, Jamila, Adam, Doe, Gay, Pat, and Joe Lynn. To learn more about how to support Geek Therapy and gain access to exclusive content, visit patreon.com slash geektherapy.